1: Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
0: It's mentally yours from Alan and Evette.
1: I focus on your mental health
0: you surely won't regret It's Mentally, 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 yours. mentally yours Mentally Yours, Mentally Yours Hi everyone and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast. I'm Yvette and today I'm chatting to Emma Randall. She's a branch director for the Samaritans. We're going to be chatting about Brew Monday, which is happening today, January the 18th, and what to expect if you call the Samaritans.
1: Brew Monday is an attempt to turn what is often a very difficult day for people, the third Monday in January, which is, can be quite a dark time of year, into something which is an opportunity to reach out and connect to other people. So what we encourage people to do is to either hold a virtual event. In these strange times, we can't obviously meet in person, but we there's still plenty of opportunities to connect to people remotely. And on our website, you can find lots of information about how to hold a virtual tea party or other, other things like that. It, does it have to be
0: like a, a serious sort of mental health conversation, or is it just sort of the idea of reaching out to people again and sort of just having a general chat.
1: It's absolutely not a a conversation around mental health. I mean, that may come up at some point if you're talking to someone, but it's just about how you're doing. Um, Not every conversation, if you're concerned about something, needs to start from a serious perspective. It can be a very gentle opening. How are you? How are you feeling today? What's going on in your life? just a just a, a slow gentle friendly open conversation is really relaxing for people and it gives them um an opportunity to, to open up if they're ready for it and if they're not then you just carry on and have a have a chat like you normally would absolutely because um, we've heard sort of a few messages
0: from the government and various charities as well haven't we about sort of reaching out to friends um and I guess do you have any sort of top tips on how to do that and and also how to just start conversations and and I think also there's kind of maybe some confusion about like how much we should be doing it like should we be um checking in on like all our friends or yeah what we should be doing really
1: yeah well everyone's different everyone's going to have their own needs aren't they and they're going to change on a regular basis so somebody this week might be having a good week and next week might not be having a good week and I don't think that we should feel pressured into having any conversation at all or feel the responsibility for somebody else I think it's more a matter of of just letting people know that you're there for them and that if they are having a bit of a tough time it's absolutely fine for them to pick up the phone to you and the same vice versa I might be having a good day today but tomorrow might be entirely different so it's about all being there for each other and I also think we shouldn't put pressure on the conversation itself. That we we you, we talk about mental health conversations and I'm not sure that's the right phrase. I think it's about general well-being and mental well-being. And there's lots of evidence to show that just having a chat to somebody doesn't need to be go into lots of detail just to chat about how you're feeling can be a really positive thing to do because it gives a bit of perspective to the feelings that you might be having in the moment. Mm. And we know that the more people don't express their feelings, the more serious and bottled up they can become, and that can then lead to further problems down the line. So we strongly encourage people, even if it feels a bit silly, talk before it becomes a problem, basically, is what we we like to encourage people to do.
0: I have to say, I think some of the nicest chats that I've had sort of over lockdown have just been lighthearted, lighthearted ones with um, friends that I haven't seen in a long time. um, And just sort of reminiscing about sort of things and having a bit of a laugh rather than necessarily then, you know, (laughs) talking about serious mental health stuff. Because I think just for me, just having those connections and those chats has obviously been good for my mental health because it just takes your mind off all the stuff that's going on, doesn't it? And I really love what you said as well about just sort of I guess it's that thing we sort of say about sorting out your own um, oxygen mask first. You know, like if you're feeling sort of like you don't have maybe the strength for a big long chat like that with a friend, you know, not feeling like you have to reach out if you're not ready to yourself, if that makes sense. Because I think some people have seen that maybe the adverts for various things from the government and thought, oh, you know, "I, I just don't have the emotional capacity to sort of really support someone.
1: Exactly. And I mean, we're going through the most extraordinary time, aren't we? And I think a lot of us who've always felt ourselves to be perfectly okay may for the first time ever experienced a feeling that is unsettling. And that can be quite scary and increase anxiety, particularly if we don't know quite how to perceive it or what, what it actually is for us. So I think a lot of people will have had that for the first time ever. Over this last year, and opening up as and when you need to, ref- hearing it reflected back to you by somebody that you you trust, um, it's one of the things that works very well about Samaritans is that you can phone us up and just offload if it's like a bad day, if you you know you've had a bad haircut, Do you know all those kind of little things that might be heightened at the moment because everything feels slightly heightened. Um, But yeah, just we need to look after ourselves as much as we need to look after the people around us. And there are things that you can do to look after yourself. And they're often very, very simple things. Again, it's not trying to kind of change your whole world in a moment or solve everything in the moment. It's about just taking a bit of time out. All those things that we talk about, the cooking, the gardening, the going for a walk, listening to music, whatever takes the pressure off you and gives you a little time for yourself is absolutely the right thing to do.
0: Mm. I mean, I'm so glad we've sort of got to to chat to you because working for the Samaritans, you must sort of be an expert in terms of having those difficult conversations, but also then, um, I think they call it decompressing after those conversations, because you know, I can imagine some people might be reaching out to friends and then building good sort of connections again, but maybe they might be having difficult conversations, but then not knowing what to do with that themselves, if, if that makes sense. Um, do you yeah, have I'm, any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, on definitely. And I mean, I think that's where, that's why we encourage people to, to phone us as well, because sometimes you don't feel that comfortable opening up again and again to a family member or a friend. You want to, you want to take that, away from that relationship and so you can you can give that to us in a sense um and we spend a lot of time as samaritans looking after each other as volunteers so that we never feel the kind of any kind of burden with that conversation being owned by us so after every call that we take we will debrief with a fellow volunteer or one of our leaders so that we, yeah, definitely there's a decompression and we spend a lot of time drinking tea and eating biscuits as well um, to give ourselves a break and just step back from a call or an email maybe we've been answering before we go back um, to support another caller. That's such a good point. I mean, I'm
0: sorry, but I hadn't really thought about the fact that because obviously I know lots of people reach out to the Samaritans, it's a brilliant service, but it hadn't occurred to me that actually um, maybe a a relative or friend might sort of disclose something to a friend and and get something off their chest, but then the person who's listened might then want to ring you, but I can see that would actually really help as well.
1: Um, And I think at the moment that we we are all worried about each other, aren't we? Um, You know, a lot of people are, are, are isolated and it's a necessary isolation, but it's still really difficult to deal with so um yeah yes we, it is really important that we l- we look after ourselves and get help whenever you need it
0: um so if never sorry if i'd never rung the samaritans um what could i expect because um, i think some people might think um they might have preconceived ideas about it or might they might just not know what necessarily is going to happen if they do dial that that number so what can they expect
1: what you can expect is A human being at the other end of the phone for you, who is prepared to listen to anything that you have to say, with no judgment at all. So we and we don't give advice. So it really is a very open space for you to explore how you're feeling and maybe say things out loud that you wouldn't be comfortable saying to somebody in your friendship circle or your family. So we just pick up the phone and, and we'll say to you. Samaritans, how can I help you? And then it is the caller's call. So it may take them a time to open up and that's absolutely fine. We'll give you the time and space you need. And then we'll just help help maybe the conversation by asking you some open questions about how you are um, and why you might be feeling the way you're feeling. And then we'll just listen to you very closely and we'll hopefully find a way for you to get perspective on the feelings that you're having, or perhaps it's a particular situation you're in that you're struggling with, um, whether it be a, a relationship issue, or you've had a bad day at work, or you're worried about money, all those kinds of things. And people are often talking to us about their fears for other people. They might have a relative who's not well or has been struggling, and it's just how can I support that other person so every call will be different, and every call will will be yours in that in that sense we're not we don't kind of follow a script um we will we will take the call where the caller needs it to go.
0: Is the service only for people who are suicidal or very depressed?
1: Absolutely not in fact, we really really encourage people to phone us before they get to a moment of crisis. Um, I mean, I know we are known as a suicide um, support and prevention service, but we really, really want to stress we're there for anybody who, again, I'll say it, just had a bad day, um, maybe didn't sleep very well. Maybe they've woken up in the middle of the night and they're feeling anxious. Um, that's when you can pick up the phone to us. We're, we are there 24 hours a day, every single day of the year. So we were there on Christmas Day, we were there on bank holidays, we'll be there, um, yeah. like I say, 24 hours a day every day of the year. And we've never closed. So I think when some people who um, maybe have support networks that aren't open in the middle of the night or aren't open over bank holidays or weekends, we can be there for them so that they still feel they're getting the, the emotional support that they need during a difficult time. Mm.
0: And so the number is 116123. And is that um, for everyone? Or is that is that including Ireland as well? Now I forget.
1: It's the same number for everybody. And the, the thing to know about that number is that you you can call it even if you don't have any credit on your mobile phone. And the other thing to know is that if you phone us, it won't show up on your phone bill. And we won't be able to see the number you're calling us from. And we feel that's really important because it's taking away barriers from people that feel there might be a consequence to, to picking up the phone to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a very safe space for people to feel as relaxed as possible, to be as open as they need to be with us.
0: And no cost as well. I mean, I think that's amazing in itself because the, there are some other helplines I don't do have to charge just because of their, the way the charity is run. But I mean, I think it's amazing that you can be sort of 24 seven and, and free as well. It's great. Um, one thing that I don't know so much about is the email service actually that you offer. Um, so, what would happen if I sort of sent an email? Um, yeah, to Samaritans.
1: Yeah, you would send it to Joe J O at Samaritans org, and it's it's not dissimilar to a phone call really. Um, a Samara- you can write whatever you need to. Again, we we can't see your email address when you when you write to us, so. You can just talk in as much detail or as little detail as you like about some of the things that are going on in your life, and a volunteer will respond to you within a hopefully a, a reasonable time period, and that conversation can can go on over a period of time, um, for yeah for as long as the caller needs that support. You can also also write to us. We have a correspondence um, service as well, um, where you can find the address for that on our website. And normally in pre COVID and hopefully post COVID times, you can visit us. You can visit a branch and meet with a volunteer on a face to face basis. And we also have an extensive outreach programme um, which branches will go into their local communities and uh, offer various programmes of support. So I think people know us as a telephone service for people in crisis, but we're so much more than that. And we want to engage with so many more people across any platform that is the best one for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm sure there'll be some people that will just feel a bit more comfortable maybe writing um, you know, a message, sending an email than um, picking up the phone. because um certain generations or just certain people i think just feel a bit more comfortable with with writing than calling um, definitely
1: yeah definitely
0: so can you tell us a bit more about sort of your own um journey within the samaritans and your, your the work that you do now
1: so i trained about 15 years ago um everyone has their own reason for becoming a volunteer um and we come from Every range and background you could possibly imagine, which is lovely because it means we're a real reflection of the people that call us um, The training we do is very extensive, and once you go through the training program, you're mentored onto your shifts so we're a very supportive peer to peer service as a Samaritan and just over the years um yeah I mean I've been a listening volunteer and then I've done other things in the branch as well supported some of our outreach programs other volunteers can um, become trainers within a branch setting or they can lead on recruitment and then they potentially could get involved in other activities like some of the schools talks we do Um, we go into schools or virtually at the moment and give presentations um, around emotional well-being to, to school children and universities and in other communities as well so I tell you 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 think you're coming to do one thing and you end up doing an awful lot more and it's and it's great and um, there's a lot of talk about how positive an experience volunteering is and I would certainly agree to that. I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years, and there are volunteers and Samaritans who have got over 50 years service behind them. Um, And I think you'd be amazed about the number of people you actually know who have been a Samaritan at some point in their lives. Sounds like a brilliant experience.
0: And you've you've sort of been through a lot with that. From that experience, do you have any key things, words of advice for people who are sort of trying to support friends and family at the moment? Um, You know, if they're worried about them, Um, about key things that they can do.
1: Yeah. I think one, the one thing I would really stress is try not to be scared of the conversation. I think people are very nervous about opening up to other people or fearful that if they say to somebody, are you okay? I'm a bit worried about you that that might lead to a whole consequence of things that they won't then be able to cope with themselves. And actually, most of the time, if you express concern for somebody else and show them empathy, the, the, re- the relief that that person might feel to be able to open up is, is a really, is a really good thing. The other thing I would say is like we've mentioned before, you've got to look after yourself. You can't hold other people's pain and emotion inside you without having some support for yourself. So if you are in a position where you do feel a lot of responsibility for some somebody else. Please make sure you take the time out to, to get the support that you also need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's something everybody's going to have to sort of get a bit better at. It's it's so difficult sort of through lockdown, isn't it? Sort of, I don't know, each of us trying to keep in our routines and sort of stay healthy, but also look out for for one another
1: yeah that's true and i think the other thing that is important to remember is that sometimes if you are feeling distressed or you see somebody else in the distress you think that's something that might last forever like this 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 moment we're going through with lockdown it feels like you know it's been going on and on and on but it it won't last forever and things do change and it's important to try and see the other side of this some sometimes people feel trapped and and that there's no future for them, and that's that's not the case. There will be a future. It's just about trying to give yourself the time and perspective to see it. Thank you.
0: That that was really brilliant. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Only that um, there are resources available on the Samaritans.org website. There was a book released recently um, about how to listen, um, which could give people some really good tips. And there's another. There's other materials available on the website that are just things like little listening tips and how to open up conversations and how to kind of have an emotional support conversation so there there are plenty of things out there there's also a self-help app on the samaritans.org website which people can use for their own personal well-being
0: can you give us a few (laughs) sorry to put you on the spot but can you give us a few um tips on being a better listener in that case
1: yeah, um, well, the key things that we, we, we as Samaritans do is we open open questions, so ones that wouldn't have a fixed answer. So the more general questions of how, what, where, why, because that potentially opens the conversation up to where it needs to go without taking it down a very direct path. People talk about mirroring um, conversations, so reflecting back what you've heard is often a, a nice thing to do because it makes the person you're talking to feel really listened to. So that's a really that's a really nice thing to do. And reflecting back to somebody what you think they've said to you. Um, it's like I, I can hear that you're in, that you you are in some pain and distress and showing empathy for that, just acknowledging that that person has a certain emotion in that moment. and they're just all very reassuring things for people to be able to hear. But like I say, that there are these materials available on 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 our website, which are really good.
0: Mm. I think the thing that I've learned about sort of listening is just you don't have to find the answers for people. It's, Absolutely, um, <laughs> yeah. No, because people can find their own. It's it's more just sort of letting them talk. I
1: think definitely mm. if you're trying to find the answer for them. It's not their answer. They have to They have to find their own way there. And then they're more likely to own it and feel it and act on it. Um, yeah, we, that's why we, we don't give advice because that's not that's not right. It's not right for us to do that.
0: Mm. I really love what you said as well just about, you know, this won't last forever and sort of light it in the tunnel. I'm feeling a lot more positive today because my grandparents finally got the vaccine, so I'm just feeling like things are starting to get better. But it's... Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah my, my parents got theirs last week and I I didn't realise how stressed I was about it until they had it. I yeah. felt like a sense of relief. Um, but yeah, no, exactly. And we're all in this together, aren't we? And I think that's the other thing that comes out of talking to other people is you're not alone. Um, you know, we think we're supposed to be perfect and cope with everything, but actually that's not what we are we're human beings and nobody copes with everything all the time we we're all going to struggle at some point and that's perfectly acceptable don't panic about it reach out to somebody else and you'll be amazed about how much better you feel so this is goodbye from mentally yours so go away enjoy your day get on with all your
0: chores from mentally Mentally
1: yours, mentally yours.
0: If you've been affected by any of the issues we've been chatting about today, please give the Samaritans a ring on 116 123 or you can email them at joe at samaritans.org. You can also go to their website, which is samaritans.org. If you've liked this, please give us a rate and review. We're also on social media, on Twitter at MentallyYRS, and we're also on Facebook. The group is private, but it's just called Mentally Yours. See you next time.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.